pal. Right then. Another things to get off my chest. Hi, welcome to an episode of the 45 Podcast. I have not done an episode in about two months, even though I said I'd do one every week. But I'm a fucking liar, especially to myself. And you're going to have to get used to it, alright? Just got a few things I want to cover. No, I'm not doing the Epstein episode yet. No. <laughs> Leave me alone. Because I don't know how long it's been since I've been coming in your ears. Sorry about that. Mop it up, innit? Yourself, yeah? I'll get the tissue, though. Because um, I'm a gentleman, if anything else. So I can't remember what, I've, what I have and haven't told you about. But um, there's a few things I want to cover. Let's start to uh, get into it. Let's first of all... Um, I had the first Kraken Bones gig last month at the semi-pro night I'm trying to run. At the moment it's in Cardiff Bay, but as we'll hear later, it might be up in the air about location, but it might be a good gig. <laughs> I don't need to listen to this, got to be careful. But um, yeah, that went quite well in a way. Um, it was fun and that. But I had some really good photos taken of myself, Greg Winfield. Um, who else was on that night? Oh, fuck me in the ass, Chris Chopping. Don't fuck me in the ass, Chris Chopping, please. Chop another man's wood in area. Uh, fuck me. It's not out of disrespect that I can't remember. I'm just an idiot, all right? I'm just an absolute idiot. Um, death hilarious. There we go. Shows I'm like I'm an idiot. Shows that I am an idiot. I can't even talk, and I don't care. Um, do a Burke Cobain. <laughs> Um, the Defilaris is superb, so if you ever see him on tour, he, we do Edinburgh Festival all of August as well, so definitely check him out. He is a one-man character writing and performance machine, um, and it's really something else. If you like the League of Gentlemen, if you like dark and weird stuff, please go and see that young man. Um, I'm a, I'm his twink now. <laughs> no, I just tell everyone he's good. So that's it, innit? You've got to promote each other. Um, he doesn't promote. Alright, that's alright, Darren. Um, no, everything's good. Everything is absolutely fine. But what I was going to say, the photographer who took some really good photos that night, all over our bloody social media, look, um, Steve, he moved to Orkney and gave me a Spurs membership, so I went and bought a ticket with that um, to watch the first leg of Spurs VRB Leipzig at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium a couple of weeks ago, and it was glorious, but i tell you what, I was a bit late. I had a meeting mate who works at ITV for beers. He doesn't get paid in beers at ITV. He gets paid in money. Um, and, you know, he's behind the scenes, man. He's a, he's a cruncher of things. But I met him for a few pints, and we downed a lot of pints in an hour, and then I had a subway, which I should not have had, because it immediately gave me the shits. And, yeah, I was walking up Tottenham High Road on the way to the stadium. It's about a 20-minute walk. Sometimes when I have bowel trouble, as you know, I get three waves, the three waves of love. You get one saying you got to go now, but if you know if you wait, it'll go away and it'll keep going back. The pulse keeps coming back, and then you have got to go. Sometimes in a graveyard, yeah, or, or on a table, which I've done both of those things, <laughs> um, or in the sink. So I've done all of those things, but this time, I only got one wave. And I was googling uh, pubs. I was pressing a pedestrian crossing to cross the road. And googling pubs, thought where I could go, 
and there was nowhere I could get to because I literally had about 20 seconds and I'm on a busy street full of police and people walking to a sports stadium. So I just started looking around. I got across the road. I saw this car park and in the corner just next to this car park I saw a fire exit of some business um, and two little wheelie bins, the small sort of household size ones and under a spotlight. And it was my best chance of cover was to crouch between these two bins in a spotlight and take a shit up a wall in North London. It came out like brown cable. It came out like mulligatawny soup that had been pumped into a tractor tyre and someone stood on it for too long. A big person that could burst a tractor tyre. I mean, it just flew up there. Luckily, because I have trouble, I did fill up my pockets with some a little bit of toilet roll from work hundreds of miles away in case I had a problem on the mega bus but I needed one in the high street instead so I had a bit of a wiper not perfect but got what I needed done and then I had to go to another pub and yeah really have a good good uh, good sort out around the old back there so that was the start of my night um, we won't go into the game we lost but it was nice to see the stadium La Salsa and Bergwijn the class and that's that innit Hugo's class in person but let's get away from the football guys we're not just here for football we're for a bit of a catch-up. Um, yeah, what else has been going on? Harvey Weinstein went have got sentenced today for 23 years. I thought he'd get five, to be honest, because, you know, money and that. But he's got 23. Let's see how long he does. And let's see how, how many Harvey tapes get released. Um, I think we're, we're talking about here. But um, obviously, terrible man. Little troll creature, isn't he? Did make some great films, though. So I'm going to do a Weinstein watch in his honour. Not in his honour, but, you know... Um, for his consideration, I don't know. Did produce some great films. That's it. Terrible rapist, right? Bad. First one was good. Um, Better Call Saul is back, and I binged with three episodes last week. Got one to watch tonight. I love that. I don't know why. It's just because I'm looking at it queued up on Netflix right now. I've been getting back into Inside Number Nine, and if you're a fan of League of Gentlemen or The Death Hilarious, Psychoville, all that. Malarkey, then yeah, inside number nine. I went back for a rewatch and I'm still catching up there. So, kill some mischief. God, that's fucking boring, Carl. We're talking about that for. Um, what else have been going on? Been doing some gigs and that. Other people did Joke in the Oak, which was for charity for their first birthday. Went all right, that. It was um, interesting, interesting little lineup. Met some more lovely people in comedy. You know, had some drinks for them recently. Very nice. Um, and also met some dickheads. But, you know, there's always going to be some dickheads, isn't there? In every field. You, if you work in Asda, there's going to be a couple of dickheads knocking about in there. So, you can't help it. Let them get on with it. And uh, we'll see what happens. But it's all fine. All very positive. Got a couple of good, good, good group of lads. <laughs> which hopefully... I'll be continuing the refreshing Nina Epstein podcast, which you haven't heard yet tomorrow. Because tomorrow, we're going back to Cradley Heath. That's right, the Hollybush in uh, south-west Birmingham on the outskirts there in a borderline illegal pub. It's not even borderline, let's be honest. Um, but let's not grass them up. Just have to iTunes, yeah, <laughs> to Spotify. Um, but no, it's a lovely comedy venue, and it is a bit rough around the edges, but I like it. I like it. So we're going to see how we go tomorrow. 
I am sick of this fucking rain. We've got coronavirus in the UK. We've got fucking, which is just cold, let's chill out. Um, we've had military choppers landing all over Cardiff. We've got fucking biblical floods. Prince Charles came to help with the floods. Cheers. You know, after what's all gone on, it's really, really appreciated for him to come up to Wales, though, and, you know, help with the floods. Some people say, what could he do to help? And I say, he did dry up his wife's pussy in the 90s. So, uh, yeah. Most vaginas are dry when the owner gets, you know, <laughs> gets, um, what happened to her? Oh, yeah, assassinated by MI6. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me fucking started, guys. Do not get me fucking started on that absolute shower of a fucking family. I've got to get this out tonight. It's a bit weird, though, isn't it? I'm getting uh, lots of little plans for comedy over the next three years, and podcasting, and life, and I'm going to do it. And any little turd, any little bespectacled, I'll just say bespectacled for now, it's not a word, little turd, um, you know, we'll see what happens, won't we? But everything else is fine, even that's fine. I'm thinking of moving cities at some point. Uh, more news on that later. Don't like to tell me where, where I live, but you know I live in Cardiff. I fucking don't know what to say. I don't know what this is. I'm rambling at you. Add the second, add a really weird open mic a couple of weeks ago, last right in Cardiff as well. It struggled to get them at it. I've got to get them at it and understand how to put on a fucking comedy night or to host it. I'm hosting it. What am I saying? I'm putting it on. But they're, they're the venue. Lovely people, but just don't seem to understand. And I, I need to change that up a bit, I think. Got some fucking bums on seats. Um, had a similar problem last week. Second crack of bones. Um, oh, should I talk about it? I'm not going to go into too much detail, but the guy that hosts that venue, listen, I walked in. He had a go at me for no one being there. Um, so I got a bit shitty. But we set up. No, we set up. We did it actually a real fun gig in the end. With barely any audience, like four audience members, and about six comics, <laughs> four comics. Um, but it was a lot of fun. We had Anthony Pozzolo opening up. We had Jordan Haste. She's superb. We had the fantastic George Willoughby, George Rock and Roll Willoughby, and me and Chris Chopping saved the day again. Um, really fun gig actually. And I had a few drinks after with a couple of the comics. But um, I have to say. Yeah, it's a tough one because it's a bit out in the middle of the nowhere. This place, I'm not gonna, not gonna name it right now. Um, but unfortunately, it was all. It, when I said get shit, it was just like ah, you know, we both need to work on this. You know, it was that kind of conversation. But we left in good spirits. Shook, shook the guy's hand, the guy that owns that place, and found out a few days ago that within, definitely within forty-eight hours of that gig, he uh, unfortunately died. So. Yeah, that's it. I didn't know him that well, you know. I mean, I met, spoke to him a few times about, you know, because you've got to talk to him about how we're going to do this, running a gig at his venue, and uh, it's just weird. The 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 more time goes, it's just really weird. You know, I shook his hand about eleven eleven thirty Thursday night with the other comics, and then within two days, I still don't know what happened. I don't know when, how, what, but Saturday. He uh he passed away. He died. So 
comedy, eh? Someone's got to kill it. <laughs> I had to. If if you listen to this, anyone that knows him, I had to. Okay, it's just how I cope with things. I do the same at my nan's funeral, to be honest. But no, rest in peace, um, Steve. I won't go give give names or venues away, but rest in peace, Steve. <coughs> I wasn't breaking down there. Generally, tickle in my throat. Hang on. Some of the old jizz down me, yeah. Um, yeah, so that that's made the whole thing weird. The whole thing. So crack and bones at the moment. There was going to be one in about six weeks and one a month after that. So one about the sixteenth of April, I think, and one the seventh of May. Definitely going to come out the seventh of May. But I don't know what to do or how to do it. I might have to try and move it maybe into the the rocking chair. But it, that venue might still be on this other venue. So I don't know. I've got to wait. Obviously, someone's died. There's trouble with business and who's going to run it and whether or not they still want the same kind of events and how we'll promote it before I even think about that. So I'm going to leave it. I'm going to give them a week or two to see what's what. And if nothing's been sorted out, I'm going to look for an alternative venue and try and at least bring it back for May the 7th. So we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Maybe maybe look for some, something in the city centre. I don't know. We'll figure it out, guys. But... Still happy to go back to the other place, the unnamed place, but um, it's all up in the air right now. But more importantly, someone's lost their life. <laughs> more important, yeah, right. That's a joke as well. I can't help it. It's like Tourette's, okay? I got some form of fucking Tourette's. That's why I do comedy. I don't know what to do with the energy. I've got drunk Tourette's as well, and that can get weird. <laughs> it can get weird, okay? I don't know how much detail is going to do right now, but I say weird shit when I've had a, a lot. It's more when I've had a lot, and it's more when I mix my drinks. That's the problem. If I've had a, if I've had a bottle of wine decanted into every other bottle, and a few beers, right, and the fresh air it's me, yeah, a bit weird. But wouldn't we all? <laughs> wouldn't be all. I had some nose beers recently. Eh? What? <laughs> a few times nose beers. What? Eh? Um... So looking forward to tomorrow night at Cradley Heath. We're going up there with, I believe, Rob Grubb, George Willoughby and Jack Lloyd. I'm going to take the podcast gear. I really hope we can get a, at least a 15-minute... I don't want to jump it on them, but at least a 15-minute with at least one or two of the comics in the car. It might be an interesting little thing to do. And that'll be episode two canned. Um, a wonderful young athletic comic called... Dave Jeffries is also setting up a podcast where he wants us to meet up, right, and get hammered <laughs> and then do a podcast. <laughs> Nothing can go wrong, Dave. Nothing can go wrong. I've tried it and dropped hand bombs, all right? I've, <laughs> I've tried it and threatened terrorism. It's <laughs> I'm sure with all our well-adjusted minds, everything will be fine. But that doesn't sound good. But I think I'll at least use it. If I'll lend in my gear for that, I'll at least get another 15, 20-minute one. 30 minute one when we're sober so I'm going to start canning these episodes up it's taken a while did the first one in November I think with George Willoughby but I want to can these up over the next few months so I can get six or eight or whatever and then I'll just start dripping them out every couple of weeks um, put one out every, every two weeks I think and uh, obviously try and keep a, a backlog because it's tough even though we see each other semi-regularly before gigs after gigs whatever on the way to gigs it's hard because there's normally someone setting up a night, there's commotion, there's people going over their set, there's stress, there's fucking cunts. <laughs> but 
these cunts who think they're preparing for a Netflix special on a tour. They're, uh, <laughs> should never have given him a standing ovation. Should never have given him a standing ovation. All right, I'll tell you about that. There's one guy that turned up to, uh, Dirty Doves in Bristol. Great night. Great, great, great night. If you're into comedy, go and watch it there. Um, Facebook it, Dirty Doves. Um, but there's one guy that did a set there a few months ago, and he's bit he's starting to get a bit renowned on the scene because it's a small world. It's a very small world across cities and sometimes countries. Like people hear about each other very quickly for all kinds of reasons. And this guy is fucking awful. And I don't I don't want to shit. On, I'm I'm two years into comedy. Who am I, right? But you get a sense of who is willing to at least be aware of where they are and what they need to do, right? That's important. And you get people around you to help you with that. And some people just don't take advice. This young man, <laughs> I mean, I won't get too much into details, but he, no, I will. He read like 10 pages. Um, he had like a five-minute or six-minute slot or whatever it was. It might have even been a 10 I don't know. I don't think it was. But he went over, and the guy running the night lit him. George lit him, um, which means hold up your fucking phone with a light on it and the comic on the stage knows oh, I need to start wrapping up we've got about a minute left okay cool and you kind of respect that so it's a bit more flexible night it doesn't uh, kind of stuff a little bit whatever it's your thing to work out with the host or how the how you're feeling but um, you don't go and I'm talking like another minute another two minutes whatever you don't go another five minutes and ignore multiple lights coughs people going yeah it's enough now mate and then carry on reading your bit of paper do you your fucking fruit loop but it was so bad and he's done this multiple times that i thought as he left the stage i just couldn't stop cheering my heart out more than i cheered watching bill burr finish his netflix special last year at the albert hall i was screaming yes Woo! banging my chairs come on and it kind of spread all the comics got it pretty quickly and so the whole couple of back rows were just banging chairs and stamping and screaming and shouting. He'd come off feeling like fucking Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo on a Monday morning with a hard on. That's what he felt like coming off there. He thought he's a star. And I think we've encouraged him, if I'm honest. <laughs> I think we've made a star um, in his own head. And we, I don't know, that might be bad for everyone else around. But you've got to amuse yourself with manipulating other humans. And that is everything that matters right god i've missed this i've got, got i have a miss ranting at you guys um uh yeah i'm trying to build up the podcast equipment still it's ha there's a lot happening in the background i've got shit going on i'm going to brazil in fucking hang on two weeks tomorrow fuck me in the ass please someone um i'm <laughs> I'm going to Brazil two weeks tomorrow. I am going to motherfucking Rio for a couple of days. I am going down to Porto Alegre to see my very, very, very good friends. I've podcasted from Brazil before. I probably will again this time, possibly if I... It's a long story. Um, see my very good friends, Max and Joyce, and their friends, and we'll have some beers and have some food and chill out. And then I'm going back to Rio for a few days and then coming home. But I'm going to have a bloody good time. I'm not going to party that much. Just here and there. That's it. A few days. I have a couple of weeks. Um, I need some sun. I need to get away from this fucking depressing rain. Or I'm going to kill myself. 
Um, incidentally, the first trip, episode two of this podcast, was about suicide, I think. It was episode two. I have suicidal thoughts several times, and it's true. You know, I joke about it on stage, but it's true. If something bad happens to me, I'm going to joke about it. If I get raped, I'm going to joke about it, okay? It's going to happen at some point. But in 2014, I sat on this rocky outcrop, and if you look at Google Earth, Rio, you've got Copacabana Beach and then Ipanema Beach, I-P-A-N-A-E-M-A. But it's a little beach just to the southish or inland a bit from uh, Copacabana. Um, there's Fort Fort de Copacabana, like Copacabana Fort, and next to that is a little rocky outcrop. And that little rocky outcrop I sat on while my friends were milling about around the corner. And I thought about jumping in the choppy water. Quite close to the coast, but I think I would have had some problems. And I thought, I'm going to fucking jump in here. <laughs> but it was this really emotional moment where I looked across. Rio is a beautiful, beautiful city geographically. And I looked across towards Paudo Suca, Sugarloaf Mountain, um, uh, towards Leme. And these beautiful volcanic rocks that sort of jut out the ocean. And the sun was out and loads of friends were there and some new friends were there. And it was... I was very emotional for a few months at the time and it just hit me it just after all the, those little little suicidal thoughts it hit me that I'm in this cool country I've got some new friends got some Brazilian friends here now friends for life I've got with a load of friends um I'm traveling I'm seeing the world and that's what gets me to travel you know and so Brazil is very important to me I'm learning the language I'm getting better I've got the vocabulary of like a three and a half year old right now so, <laughs> getting there. I can hold my own with an Uber driver for 20 minutes. Toda bem, muito quente. Muito quente, sim. Sim, eu vou falar um pouco para te quer. Eu tenho um amigo de Rio, porque ele... You know, it does mean something. And uh, it's nice to to get my bollocks on a pair on a, on a pair of what? <laughs> a pair of tits. Yeah, but uh, on, on some different, different words there. And it broadened me a little bit in terms of how I'm thinking about stuff. And I do act like a dickhead sometimes, and I'm a maniac, but, you know, there's something here that isn't that odd. That isn't that much of a cunt. But anyway, I don't know where all that serious bit came from, but that's what this was always going to be about, wasn't it? I was going to rant left, right, and centre, and up your ass. <laughs> let me wings, let me wings. That was a great South Park episode. Um, but yeah, so tomorrow, Cradley Heath, we'll Crack and Bones will be coming back. ASAP, stay tuned. I'm going to start banking these things. I'm enjoying it. I think I'm going to start... Yeah, I'm going to catch up with this fucking podcast. I know I've said it enough times, but I mean it. Um, I've got some new equipment looking at this year. Some real pro shit where you can put drops in and take phone calls and all, you know, finger your auntie, whatever. We can do all kinds of things with this thing. Make sure coffee, wank you off. <coughs> but I don't know what to do tomorrow. This place, can he videos it and he wants to put them online, right? And the last one didn't look alright, and I'm wary anyway, because there's a lot of like open micers who've been going three months at putting all their sets online, saying they're on tour and all that, and it's it's a bit. Yeah. Some of the people are nice, but it's a bit. <coughs> seems like a mistake. Um, but so I will see. I've got quite a lot of new material, but I'm thinking of maybe mixing some of that new stuff in with some of the old but gold stuff I've been doing a little while. The stuff I've been working really hard on in five or six months. And then maybe just, if if it seems all right, just let him put the video up. I don't really care. On You know, it's a little something to have there. I need to try and get a 10-minute video this year anyway. There's a couple of places that want video submissions, so let me do the rooms. Chapter 7. 
mechanical place in Amsterdam. So, yeah. So I don't, I don't fucking know. But everything's a bit dark in my set at the moment. I don't want to get some light and stuff. But we'll see. But I've got to be honest about what I am, aren't I? They'll love it in person. So some of them sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I just bomb, and I love that too, but in a different way. I do masturbate about it when I go. You hate me, don't you? Uh, <laughs> but it's fine. It's all looking good. Um, so yeah, there were there was there was some potential cool plans to happen down at down at Crack on Bones. But as I said, it's all up in the air. Rest in peace, Steve. Um, it still feels a bit weird, even though I didn't know you that well. Just for the, you know, starting some sort of business relationship with him, I guess. And like I said, I had a quite an intense discussion Thursday and shook his hand. We shook hands and it was all good, very pleasant. Got a couple of beers out of it and a nice, hopeful continuation of it. But um, it all comes to a grinding halt when God sticks his big black dildo up your ass. Why is it black? I said so. Um, and yeah, it's going to happen to us all. It's going to fuck us all. So, in the dick hole, sideways with a chair leg. And... Uh, yeah, so let's enjoy it, yeah. Before it comes crashing to a fucking bollocks. My niece went into emergency hospital Friday with being sick and pain. She had her old appendix out. Um so get well Sue get well soon, Lauren, and I don't fucking know. I hope my none of my family listen to this. They probably will now. They probably will. Some of them know I do comedy now and they found out what Instagram is. And uh, it's gonna be embarrassing to be honest. <laughs> But yeah, I do owe a lot of this. Someone commented on my last Crack and Bones advert. Um, Crystal, thank you very much for your support, your continued support. You were my host in LA over three years ago now. Time is fucking flying. I will be back um, in the future. It's going to be a little while, but I've got my plans. Hopefully nearer than that. Maybe I'm closer to coming back than being away, if that makes sense. Um, and I really want to check out New York as well, but it's not yet. There's a specific timeline um, in motion, and yeah, very supportive all the time. She spotted that I wanted to do comedy months, actually over a year before I even started it. But I'd been writing for a while. I was crazy. I think I, I think I wrote for fucking two years, eighteen months. I don't know before I even did a five minutes and I'm glad I did it's the best thing I've do done it keeps me going it keeps me hooked on to something real there's a lot of good people there's a lot of shit you have to deal with and I was down the other day about it but gotta keep going ain't ya and it's, it's fun and I'm never gonna stop until I shit myself and die so uh, or I get shot in the face whatever beaten up by hell's angels doesn't matter does it um, but I want to do a lot more this year. Going to get back to Berlin and Amsterdam for sure. Um, try and get some more places in. Thinking of Iceland might be an interesting one. There was an RE, someone that's from Iceland, the Irish Shafir dug up a couple of years ago. This guy started the comedy scene on Iceland a few years back. There wasn't such a thing. I, I, I want to say 2009, it might have been after that. Maybe 13. But I'm going to look into it and uh, get out there too. And yeah, keep keep it going. Maybe, maybe 
the Brazilian comic Hafinha Bastos does his stuff in English as well, right? There's a chance, and I might even try and contact him if I can, there's a chance that I can find somewhere in Brazil to go and do some English stand-up. That would be weird. I don't know if they'll get it. There might be an expat area in like Sao Paulo or somewhere. I could get down there. And I only say that because I, f- I was accidentally in an expat spa in Sao Paulo six years ago. <laughs> it's probably not there anymore. I might, if I could do stand-up in Brazil, that would be everything coming together. I'd get shot <laughs> and dragged to a favela and have my ears cut off, all right? But I'm going to have a bloody good time doing so. So there. More, mostly, tales of what I've done coming. I'll try and take this podcast gear, like I said. If not, I'll be podcasting from there over Skype with Sam. And uh, it's going to be good. But... We're at 28 minutes now. It's a little nice little ramble, nice little check-in. I'm going to keep rambling at you. For those that are listening and putting up with this, I really appreciate it. Please share it. Tell anyone you might think might be interested. I can't believe anyone listened to it at all, but some people do. There's a few of you. Um, this will be on Spotify soon. I haven't... I need to submit it. Yeah, I need to submit it. Let me sort that out. I'll try and get this on Spotify in the next couple of weeks, but I'm busy as fuck. If not, it'll be when I come back from Brazil. Um, and we'll try to grow it a little bit that way. It'll start being a bit more serious than those early episodes. I went off the rails in some of those early ones. So, But you know what? Hand on my bollocks. I said what I said, and that's it. Come up, come after me, yeah? Um, I do carry a hammer at all times, but I'm a nice person, really. I say some weird shit sometimes. You're all amazing. I love you. Please stay as black as you possibly can. Don't get coronavirus unless you're one of those people that talk on speakerphone. And if I get in the street of me, and if I get coronavirus, virus, virus, I'm going to cough in your fucking shitty eyeball. All right? Um, but thanks. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll be back with the Epstein episode, I promise. I promise one day. And goodbye, goodbye, goodbye.